Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. I am also the author of the book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. That book is available wherever books are sold and in, in, and in any format in which books are sold. Um, that book is the guide to you getting your own home under control. I share my cleaning and organizing strategies um, that have been tested and proven in my home in a way that will help you implement them in your home. Okay. This is podcast number 125, and I'm calling it Can't Spring Clean Because There's Clutter Everywhere? Question mark. I think that's what I'm calling it. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today because that is a reality. That is the truth about spring cleaning for those who really, really, really struggle with this stuff. It's like, really? Spring cleaning? Um, I can't even get to my surfaces to clean them. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but before I do that, I want to apologize. There have been two podcasts lately, and one of them was last week, number 124, where the podcast cut off before it was actually over. And those were two that were like, I really liked those podcasts. And I was very upset to have that happen. Um, I did fix them. But in case you listened to those podcasts, I think the other one was the one um, about, um, you know, emotional decluttering. Anyway, um, if, if you downloaded those. Usually it's because you're a subscriber and y'all are my favorites anyway. So I hate for this to happen to you. Um, if you listened to those podcasts and they cut off, um, I did fix them, but what I need you to do, if you want to hear the whole thing is you're going to have to delete the one that you already downloaded and then re-download. Um, cause that doesn't automatically happen when I fix it. So anyway, I'm terribly sorry about that. That is something I will be checking for. In the future, I thought it was a fluke, and I thought I knew why it had happened the first time, so um, I didn't double check, and I have no idea why it happened the second time. So anyway, sorry about that. Okay, um, before we get started, I want to make sure I let you know about our sponsor for today's podcast, PrepDish.com, and the special offer that they have for you as a listener. PrepDish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service that sends you an email every week with three things, a grocery list, a written plan for prepping your meals for the week all at once ahead of time, and the recipes with instructions for cooking the meals on the night you eat them. You spend one to three hours on one day getting the prep work for the week's meals done. Each week, to be clear, has a plan. There are several options each week. Each week has a plan that's specifically designed to have a one-hour prep session, in case that's your concern. If you're overwhelmed about everything to do with your home, let me just tell you that a meal plan is a sure way to reduce that overwhelm. Allison, the founder of Prep Dish, is offering listeners of A Slub Comes Clean a free two-week trial so you can try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean to access this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay. Um, but oh, the other thing too, and this I said at the very end of last week's, which if you got the, the cutoff version, you wouldn't have heard. I am coming to New York City and New Jersey on Mark, 
March 26th and 27th. That is a little less than two weeks. If you are in that area, I would so love to meet you. I'm going to do a reader meetup or a listener meetup, whatever you are. Um, in New York City in Manhattan on March the 26th. That's a Sunday evening. And I will be speaking at the Tenton Tenton Falls, New Jersey Public Library on Monday, March 27th at 7 p.m. So um, if you want to make sure that you stay informed of that, I will have a link in the show notes for this podcast for you to get on an email list that's specifically for that. Okay. For those events to make sure you don't miss any changes or any details that are coming up. So I would love to get to meet you there. Um, okay. Uh, so we're talking today about not being able to clean because of the clutter, which I think is why here's the thing. So my people are idealists, right? We know that, right? If you've read my book, you know, I have a whole chapter on that, (laughs) how we tend to be the people who have all the big ideas about cleaning and doing it right and doing it perfectly. And sometimes that's a big part of the problem anyway. So spring cleaning is one of those things that before I had a home of my own, I thought that's going to be me. I'm going to be the person who drags all my rugs outside and beats them and, um, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, cleans every last nook and cranny for spring cleaning. And then there, my reality was that I couldn't even think about doing that because there was clutter everywhere in my home and I couldn't possibly even get to my surfaces. And there was way too much for me to do to ever catch up. Like I thought that's what I had to do. Well, I, one of these years I will have caught up finally, and that's when I'll be able to spring clean. Cause I mean, What's the point of dragging a rug outside to beat it? Because I don't know why, but that to me is the ideal of spring cleaning. Um, But what's the point of doing that when I have so much mess in my house that no one would even notice that rug had been beaten? Okay, so, you know, that that was my problem. So what do you do when you can't spring clean because of the clutter? Well, first of all, mindset. Instead of it being an all or nothing, I had to accept that better is good. And even a little bit of progress is progress. And so I had to get rid of my all or nothing mentality. I had to say, you know what? I personally am not going to be able to clean my house from top to bottom because it's just too messy to even have that happen but better is good. I'm actually in my bedroom right now because it is spring break and um, I am hiding out from the sound, even though our kids are all out doing fun stuff, but um, I'm hiding from the sound that may be going on in my house and may be unpredictable for me. So I'm in my bedroom and this bedroom I have worked really, really hard on in the last couple of days. Is it perfect? No. Is it one of the is it probably as good as it's been in years? Absolutely. Okay. And that is because over the last several years of my blog, if you've read the blog, you know, I've had some pretty scary master bedroom pictures that I've shown, but every time I do something in here, even if it's not a complete overhaul, it has a positive effect. And this time I worked in here 
And I was able to make so much more progress than I used to be able to ever because of all the other times where I've done just a little something, where I've done as much as I could, where I've just let myself work on it, even though I knew I didn't have time to do it perfectly. It's still not perfect, but y'all, it is so much better. Like I walk in and go, oh, it looks so good in here. You know, I mean, it just makes me happy. And that is a benefit. And every time I have done that in the past, done it, but not had it perfect, it has had an impact that makes it even easier to make more progress the next time. So just letting go of that all or nothing mentality and saying, I am going to just make it better. I'm just going to be okay with better and do something, even though it's not going to be perfect. Um, the other thing to remember that has been a huge mindset change for me is that less is good. Less is good. I mean, it just is. It's better than nothing. It's, it's knowing that even though I can't perfectly organize a space, if I can just get some stuff out of my house, I will see improvement and improvement encourages me to keep going. And it encourages me to get rid of even more. So just knowing that it's, if I can't perfectly declutter a space, even, even if I've given myself permission to just declutter and not get organized, even if I can't perfectly declutter, it helps so much just to say, you know what, as long as there's less, I have been successful because that's my goal. And better is good. Same thing I've been saying. Better, there's such beauty in better. And for me personally, there has been a lot of beauty in letting myself feel like I'm successful just because it's better, even though it's not perfect. Okay. Um, okay. So, but you want to know how to actually get going or you want to talk about that. Um, okay. So cleaning and decluttering are not the same thing. That's the big problem here for me. Um, spring cleaning is, I think of, you know, nitty gritty, get behind the furniture, you know, get every last dust bunny out of the way, getting all the, you know, cobwebs that I haven't mentioned or haven't noticed during the winter are now, you know, I'm going to knock those down. I'm going to get every little last bit. Um, but the problem is when there's clutter everywhere, you can't do that. And that was a big part of my problem in the olden days before the blog was I thought cleaning and decluttering were the same thing. So when I thought about needing to clean such and such room, I knew I would have to declutter first to get to the surfaces. And I thought that was all one thing. Okay. So knowing that cleaning and decluttering are not the same thing has helped me a lot because it lets me really focus on getting the clutter out on working consistently to keep it out so that I can clean. And it's helped me see Oh, cleaning is a whole lot faster and easier when I don't have clutter all everywhere. Okay. Um, but if you're not there yet, let yourself just declutter. Say, you know what? This is not the spring where I'm going to do the top to bottom thing, but I'm going to declutter this spring. That's going to be my goal. That's going to be my focus. Okay. So just declutter and you'll feel like your house is cleaner and more under control if you declutter. Okay. So for me, we worked in my bedroom. Um, my husband and I both did on, on our, in our bedroom, sorry. Um, on Saturday, last Saturday, and 
we just said, we're going to get after this. And I had my little handy Swiffer duster in my hand, um, just near me. And I brought the vacuum cleaner into the room. So as I was decluttering, yeah, there's tons of dust that I uncover in spaces that I have neglected and have become super cluttered over the last however much time. Okay. Dust is a real issue. So I had my dust mask on because that's how I'm able to get in there and do what I need to do because I'm very allergic to dust. And so I have this strange mentality of I'd rather just not disturb it (laughs) and so that it doesn't fly into the air and let me breathe it in. Um, But when I have to tackle a space, I am so much more aggressive towards spaces and so much more willing to get in there and do what needs to be done if I will put on a dust mask. Okay, so that dust mask is everything. It's key, I'm telling you. Um, it's not pretty and it scares little kids, but yeah, they'll, they'll live. Cause I was the little kid with the mom who wore a dust mask and I thought she was crazy and embarrassing and scary and <laughs> look how great I turned out. Right. Anyway. Um, so I got my dust mask. I had my Swiffer duster, whatever kind of duster you have. If it's an old towel, if it's a, a sock, you know, it doesn't even have to be an old sock, just the clean one, you know, but one that you're going to put straight into the washer anyway, um, because of the dust, not because it was already dirty. Cause you don't want to dust with a dirty sock. Cause that's really gross. But anyway, just grab whatever it is that you have. I love my Swiffer duster. I know y'all know I work with them, but I'm just telling you, I love it because it picks up more than any other kind of duster that I've ever used. But anyway, whatever you've got, you don't need to run to the store first, but have something to dust with, bring your vacuum cleaner, nearby. And I would just work and declutter a space. That was my focus. I'm just decluttering. I'm not cleaning. But as I did that, if I had those tools nearby, then I would run my duster over it really quickly, or I would vacuum the little space that I had just worked on. And my house started, my room started feeling so much, not just less cluttered, but also cleaner. So I felt like I was spring cleaning. Was it perfect? No, it wasn't. But it was so much better and better is good. Okay. So just focusing on decluttering, but having what you need to also dust or vacuum as you're doing that. Okay. We may not get into the actual shining and perfection and all that kind of stuff, but it will be so much better. You'll feel like your house is cleaner and you'll feel like you've been successful. At least that's how it works for me. Um, other thing to remember, and I talk about this all the time, Y'all know that, right? If you've ever listened to a podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about the visibility rule, okay? Um, If you're just completely overwhelmed with your house as an entire whole, start with the visibility rule. Visibility rule is start in the spaces where that people are going to see first if they come into your house. Start in the spaces that if someone knocked on the front door and you had to open the door, that's what they would see. And what would they see if you actually let them come inside? Don't let strangers come inside, but you know what I mean? So, you know, if someone came through the front door, what is it that they would see? Because that's just the natural tendency is to go work on some obscure, bizarre space that no one's ever going to see. Yeah. For whatever reason, people, including me, including most people, even normal people tend to do that. And then if somebody does knock on the door and you're like, I've been working all day and yet I'm completely humiliated. Okay. But the other thing about that too, is the visibility rule. If you've been following it for a while, um, those spaces aren't going to be as cluttered. Okay. That's, that's my experience. When I make myself focus on the visibility rule, 
I do end up going back and working on the same spots again and again. And eventually, little by little, I gradually am able to get further into deeper recesses of my home. But because I focus on the visibility rule, that means that when I go work on a visible space, it's no longer as cluttered as it used to be, which means it's easier to actually deal with, which means that my visible spaces now, after time of working on them again and again, are the spaces that I can spring clean. Okay, but for some strange reason, my brain still goes to, well, spring cleaning means the back of the master bedroom closet. No, it doesn't. Okay, so instead, if I'm doing this cleaning focus, I work on those visible spaces first and I get through those much faster. And those are the spaces that I am actually able to get deeper cleaning done because I've consistently been tackling them first. And that means they have less buildup of mess or dirt or clutter or any of that. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Um, I also have a podcast on steps to working through that feeling of being overwhelmed. If you are overwhelmed, I'm just going to go through those steps really quickly. Um, trash first. Okay. I always say, do the easiest of the easy stuff first, whatever is super obvious, like, Oh my word, duh. Why would I even have kept this for who knows how long trash is the first thing. Grab a black trash bag, get in there, throw stuff away. Um, the next thing is the easy stuff, which is stuff that has an established home that you already know. Believe me, I know the complaint for me and for so many other people like me was always, well, I just don't have a place for everything. Okay. But if something does have a place that you don't have to make any decisions about, go ahead and go take that stuff where it goes to its established home that doesn't require any effort or mental energy or anything like that, go ahead and take that there now. And then gradually that overwhelm is going to lessen as the mess in the space lessens. Okay. And then the next thing is asking yourself my two decluttering questions. Number one question is if I was to decide where it goes is to ask yourself, where would I look first? Not where should I look, but where would I look if I needed this item? And then go take it there right now. And then your mess is gradually decreasing and becoming less overwhelming. And then if you can't ask, answer yourself that, if you can't answer the question, where would I look for this first? It's probably because you wouldn't even look for it. And that's when you ask yourself the second question. If I needed this, would it even occur to me that I already had one? That was really, really, really hard for me, but it has been so freeing to just let myself say, if I didn't know I had this, I need to get rid of it. Okay. Now, sometimes I don't know that I'm okay. I'm going to keep going, even though I know it's probably not going to sound as good now because my microphone isn't working and I just listened to myself and I sounded like a completely different person. I promise it's me though. Ah. Anyway. Okay. So let's go ahead and finish this up. Basically, here's the deal. I have to work through my overwhelming clutter and I have to ask myself those questions. I have to say, if I don't, if I truly am baffled at the thought of where would I look for this, it's probably because I wouldn't look for it. And that means I need to stick it in my donate box. Okay. So go working through clutter that way. And then having that 
dusting or sweeping tools, whatever it is that you need and clean a little bit. Just get rid of the actual ugh mess first, even though you're not getting down to absolute perfection that is the dream for spring cleaning for people like us, okay? Um, then we have, um, okay, another way to approach this whole, I want to spring clean, but I I'm completely overwhelmed, is to say, okay, then I am going to use this spring cleaning energy and urge, and perhaps you have you know, a day here or there that you have available. I'm going to use this to get going on my daily habits, okay? If you've read my book or if you've listened to podcasts in the past, you know that daily habits are everything. And that was a complete and total shock to me. I had no idea that daily habits were would be as impactful as they were, okay? So if you're just completely overwhelmed, you probably won't believe me when I say this, but I can guarantee you because I was in your position. If you're completely overwhelmed, you need to focus on the daily stuff instead of the big project-minded stuff like spring cleaning. You need to focus on the little bitty day after day stuff, okay? If you've read the book or if you read 28 Days to Hope for Your Home, which is at the back of the book, or if you just, you know, have heard me talk about this before, know that the dishes are the main thing. So if part of your overwhelm is that your kitchen counters are covered in dirty dishes, as undramatic as it feels, go ahead and do the dishes. Make that your spring cleaning thing. Do the dishes knowing that dishes math is going to happen tomorrow. So use this. If you've ever heard me talk about the daily habits and how much impact they had in my home and thought to yourself, I just don't have the time to do the first day of the daily habits because that's going to take me forever. Use the spring cleaning energy for that, okay? Or for sweeping the kitchen because that first day, if you happen to struggle the way I did and still will always struggle, then sweeping the kitchen was, for me, a project. It was a pick everything up off the kitchen floor and move things and put away the groceries that have been sitting there forever. Do you? That was how long it took me. Sweeping the kitchen, if I do it every single day and don't let those things pile up, it's like a two or three minute job. But the first day, yes, it takes longer. Go ahead and do that, even though it's undramatic. Okay, um, so working on just letting yourself say better is good, less stuff is good, even if I can't make perfect, make my house as perfect as in my mind, and I always think of a cartoon when I think of this, like for some reason I think of spring cleaning and perfection, I think of a cartoon and dust flying everywhere and blah, 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 like that's what I want it to be. Even if it can't be that, I'm going to be better off if I use this energy somehow, some way. Visibility rule, working through the clutter, using that energy to get started on those habits that will be so much easier tomorrow if I can just keep going with them every single day, okay? Okay, so this was podcast number 125. Um, I hope the sound is okay. That makes me nervous. Whatever happened there with the microphone and that weird voice that was coming out of my computer. I promise it was me. Anyway, um, ooh, excuse me. Um, I am going to um, let you go, but I do want to remind you 
that um, if you are in New York, New Jersey, other states around there, people in Texas, we have no concept of states being that close together. But anyway, if that is something you could do, I would love to meet you on the 26th for a meetup in Manhattan or um, on the 27th, I would love to um, have you come to my speaking event and get to meet you there. So um, make sure you look for that in the show notes, the link to that, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.